Me setting boundaries is not me rejecting you. It's protecting me. You cannot expect someone to be something that they don't have the capacity to be for you. And I don't care who this is going to disappoint in your life tomorrow. Talk to you nice. Fill in the blank. My dear, you're worrying about the wrong things because I wish above all else that you prosper as your soul prospers. Let's hop into the show. What is up, y'all? Welcome back to the Stop Playing With Me podcast. I am your lovely, beautiful, talented, incredible, confident, competent, healthy, and wealthy. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Co-host, Kirsten.S.Lewis. And honey, I wouldn't be me if it wasn't for he and he who shall. Oh, thank you, Lord. Be named is none other than the Holy Ghost. Clap it up, clap it up, clap it up for the Holy Ghost. Because let's be very clear. If it was not for his grace and mercy that has been paving the way for me in these last couple of weeks, <laughs> y'all wouldn't have a podcast to come back to. So I give honor where honor is due, huh? Can I get an amen? Can I get a hallelujah? All right. Listen, y'all, once again, welcome back to the party, y'all, where we are advocating for ourselves all 2023 long. We are empowering all things emotional, uh, spiritual, life fulfillment, you know, the acronym of self. <laughs> and this season, it's been getting a little soulish, honey. We've been talking through self-talk. We have been talking through vulnerability, setting boundaries. Oh, y'all love that one. Honey, y'all love the setting boundaries, but you know... But I want to be very clear about them boundaries. We're not putting up walls. We are protecting ourselves. What did it what did it say? It's not me rejecting you. It's protecting me. Okay. But we've talked through boundaries and we have uh talked through uh being emotionally intelligent. Oh man. And last week, whew, it was a two-parter. And I delved into my struggle, my journey, my overcoming of masturbation and pornography and really talking through how the spirit of perversion really corrupted my soul and how God has been challenging me daily to commit one, my body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto him, which is my reasonable, oh God, which is my reasonable service. But also he's been challenging me to walk out a life of purity and purity isn't always about just being sexually, you know, abstinent, but it's also about being spiritually pure, mentally pure, you know, physically pure. Um, every, every sense of purity that is other than physical, it's an entire lifestyle, you know? So that's what this journey has been unfolding for me since starting. And I must say it, I said it once and I'll say it again. I was not going to name this season soulish or anything about the soul because I had talked about it before I had expounded upon it before I even did my little skits and stuff about it years prior this isn't my first time like really talking about the soul but apparently the Holy Spirit wanted me to reel that thing back in because at the end of the day it is our soul that goes <laughs> we leave these bodies behind if y'all if y'all didn't know so I think it's very imperative that we start to take the matters of our soul seriously in times where it was not prioritized. This is a platform where I really want to give Holy Spirit all types of headway 
to say what he needs to say regarding the very thing that he values about us most that other people probably wouldn't. That's all I'm trying to say. Now, before we get too, too deep into this episode, because listen, y'all have probably seen the title by now. I want to make sure I make the church announcement. Who is I am? The Christian card game. This is how, do, this how the YouTubers be doing it. This is how the YouTubers be. <laughs> Who is I am? The Christian card game is now available. Let me put on the side. It's now available for half off for $25. Originally it was 50. And I want to make sure that all of those who have been wanting to invest in something that had, is honestly has eternal value, understanding the many names of God, you now have the opportunity to purchase it at $25. And the link will be in my bio. I think it will also be in the description below. So please make sure you maximize take the opportunity it's a cute little card game you can you know galvanize your friends around it introduce it to your ministries tell your pastor and them <laughs> and order your copy of who is i am today all right all right okay cool now that all of the formalities are out of z way y'all <sighs> if you're new here welcome but if y'all been riding with me from the jump y'all know god has been making a habit out of me telling y'all my business so you know let's get to telling let's go ahead and spill all the tea you know why not so these last couple of weeks have been very <laughs> interesting because uh we understand now with regards to the soul and the emotions that there are um always ebbs and flows to how we navigate life this past couple of weeks have been quite a few ebbs and flows for me emotionally and so I'm gonna digest it today all right so y'all follow me figuratively and spiritually <laughs> uh so here we go for a while I had been feeling hmm, for a while I had been feeling very heavy I'm not quite sure if anyone else can resonate that resonate with that words but I had been feeling quite heavy uh and hard in my heart and I could not put words to it I could not put language to it and to be completely honest I didn't really have a lot of words to say not regarding my situation not to God I didn't have really a lot to say I wasn't angry and I wasn't happy I wasn't joyful it was somewhere in between And I found myself closing myself off, not just to others, but also to God. Because I have this thing, I do this thing to where when I don't really understand the mode I'm in or the mood I'm in, I shut down until I figure it out. I recluse until I can give you adequate information about why I, I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling. Help me tell this, Holy Spirit. And so... Oftentimes, because that was something that I reverted to uh, coping wise, I would treat God that way. And for quite some time, that's how I was moving. And so we have 6 a.m. prayer at my church. And so one fateful morning, I hopped on and I rolled over. And I couldn't really 
I heard all the words that my pastor was saying, but my heart couldn't receive it. It was almost as if my faith had took a hit, but I had no idea where it came from, where it was rooted and what it was rooted in. And then my pastor said um, one thing that literally caused the floodgates to open for me. He says, give yourself some grace. I'm not. No, we're not. <laughs> I'm not crying. I, that, my makeup is actually really good. I did a really good job. <laughs> my pastor said, give yourself some grace. The, he said, this is for all of my perfectionists in the chat or in on the prayer call who feel like they have to have everything set in stone. They have to have all the plans carried out. They have to make sure everything's on up and up. This is for you. And in that one moment, in that one instance, I had just gotten so much revelation on what exactly I was feeling. It was pressure. It was pressure concerning the matters of my life. And I remember seasons where I I was extremely anxious. I know what I would feel like and what it would look like for me to be anxious and worried about something, but I wasn't worried and I wasn't anxious, but I did feel the pressure. I did feel the burden. And I don't know if anybody else can resonate with this, but I understood the power of God. I had knowledge of God. Like I know God is powerful. I know that he's faithful. I know that he can keep every promise that he has made. I know this about him, but my heart, <laughs> but my heart lacked that intimacy to where I was not able to fully receive my knowledge of him. My mind was not really agreeing with my heart. They were at odds. And so when my pastor said that, Everything had opened up. My eyes had become so wide and all of a sudden I just wept. I just wept. For all of y'all that know, of course, we are in autumn officially and we are seeing the leaves change. The seasons are changing. It's time for certain things to start dying off. It's time for things to just, you know, take a, a couple of turns. And so I understand for my own personal life, I'm going through quite a few transitions that I am more than likely going to share with y'all uh, soon. And I've been feeling so much pressure around getting it done because I often felt like it was, if nobody's going to do it, but me, <laughs> like this is my journey and God, you called me to go on this journey and can't nobody make the arrangements but me nobody like it's just on me it's all on me so if I don't do this right if I don't cross every t if I don't dot every i if I don't hit the mark if I don't fast right if I don't pray right if I don't say the right words to you during prayer if I don't activate to if I don't activate the heavenly places with my words because life and death is in the power of the tongue if I don't do it just right then it's all coming down like a house of cards.
So I was carrying a lot. <laughs> and I found myself talking to God one day and I said, I just feel like I'm I'm taking care of everybody else. I feel like I'm taking care of everything else. I'm taking care of family members. I'm I'm sowing into these people. I'm looking after these people. I'm praying for these pre- people. And I I still got to pay rent. I still got to pay bills. I still got to hold myself up as a single woman. I still got to work my butt off <laughs> with my career. And I still have to heed to your instructions that you have given me on how to become an adequate wife. Um, of noble character like the Proverbs 31 woman and you know you're walking me through this process there's so many things I feel like I gotta handle I gotta handle I gotta handle but um in that moment one I told my friend in transparency I, I opened up to her and I practiced vulnerability and I told her what was going on with me and she she prayed over me and she released the word of the Lord and he was like this is not your burden to carry one and two when I sought the Lord again and I was like who who in the Bible was a perfectionist Lord who who was out here <laughs> carrying the weight of the world on on their shoulders like me right now and he's in the Holy Spirit said, Martha. And I said, let me let me go talk to my girl real quick. <laughs> let me go. Let me go holler at her. See how she feel. And it was so profound. The Bible says that. When Jesus came to visit Mary and Martha. Mary was at his feet, listening to every every word, holding on to every word that he spoke. And Martha was in there in the kitchen doing the dishes, trying to cook the meals, trying to take care of everything. And I could see Martha now in the in the kitchen, like frustrated as all get out, mixing them in the mixing bowl. Now she now she over there talking to Jesus. She and she ain't helping me in here with this kitchen. She ain't doing no dishes. She ain't she ain't doing nothing for me. Who's taking care of me? And she said, and I'm and I I can already see Martha's like, I've had enough. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus. Now, I know y'all see me back here in this kitchen slaving over this hot stove, trying to make sure that y'all are good in this house. Can you tell Mary to come back here and help me? Man, and what Jesus said next literally rocked my entire world for every reason. He said, my dear Martha, you are worried about the wrong things. For your sister Mary has figured out what was most important. And I'm not going to take it away from her. And so I don't know who needs this. Because what I ended up doing was putting my name, filling in the blanks, putting in my name, like, you know, filling in the blanks for Martha. So when he was, you know, saying, my dear Martha, I said, my dear Kirsten, you are worried about the wrong things. Oh, this thing told me up like three times and I'm still crying (laughs) as soon as I turn on this camera. But I challenge you 
all those who are listening, all those who are watching, I want to challenge y'all with this phrase right here, who has been carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders, trying to figure out how you're going to make ends meet and how you're going to take care of this and how you're going to take care of that. And God has shown you a lot of things that you don't even know how you're going to do. But because God said, do it and, and he has trusted you, you've taken that thing, you've ran with it and you've gotten weary and you've gotten tired. But you feel like you can't stop. Fill in the blank. My dear. You're worrying about the wrong things. And while you're looking at so many other brothers and sisters in the faith who are at so much peace, who are filled with joy, literally at the feet of Jesus. God was saying to me, your sister, Mary, she has found out what was really important, being in my presence. And I'm not going to take that away from them. I'm not going to take that away from her. And so I just wanted to encourage y'all, like this thing has really been encouraging me. Take the pressure off. The mountain may seem very large and very impossible. And you, you can try to plan your way into it. And you can try to plan your way out of it. But when the weight gets too heavy, he said, come unto me, all who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest for my burdens are easy and my yokes are light. He said, take my yoke upon you. I'll make it easy. If you remember what's important. And so after I got that beautiful revelation, I decided to take a walk and it was, uh, I think, an hour, a half, hour and a half walk of me just talking to Jesus, holding a conversation, him kind of ministering to me on things that I should be working on, like, you know, to increase my faith and to make sure that I'm always in tip top shape spiritually. And uh, yeah. And I get to you know, a store and I'm still talking to Jesus roaming in each aisle. And he kept highlighting to me specific things that I had made a mental note about, but I never wrote down. Usually when I go to the stores, I can never remember what it was that I really needed until I got back home. But as I went through each aisle, I'm in full conversation with Jesus and every moment the Holy Spirit would be like, yeah, you remember you said you needed that for the house. Go ahead, grab that. Okay. So like I was saying, Holy Spirit, <laughs> like, you know, conversation. Hey, you remember you said you needed that. Go ahead, grab it. Oh, thank you. Okay. I appreciate it. But you said if I do this and, you know, just going back and forth in conversation and him making sure that I'm accountable to the things that I needed for the house. So that happens. I, you know, make the purchase, walk back home. I get to my driveway and he asked me the question that told me up again. He said, do you see how much more you were able, 
you were able to get done by simply taking a walk with me than you could have ever gotten done sitting at your computer for 10, 15 hours trying to muster up strategies and and plans and all this extra stuff. Because I failed to mention during the walk, one, he was giving me advice and wisdom on, like, you know, developing my character, making my faith stronger. He also led me to, like, you know, the grocery store so I can get a whole lot more um, things I needed for the house in a timely, which was very timely. And also, three, he gave me a business strategy. He gave me... Um, a lot of, um, yeah, business strategy, promotionals, um, different things that I needed to execute in a certain amount of time to, one, bless others and alleviate a lot of, you know, responsibilities I had going on. So he gave me all this literally in an hour and a half walk. And so once again, once I got to my doorstep, he was like, do you see how much you were able to accomplish by simply taking a walk with me? than you could have ever accomplished working a full shift at your desk all day. And I said, Jesus, oh God, I was a blubbering mess <laughs> at the stoop of my doorstep. Because it was the truth. And he was maximizing that moment because I had, because he had to, to further confirm to me that, yes, I said you were worried about the wrong things. And the same way that Mary was at the feet of Jesus, hearing all of his teaching, holding on to every word that he said, was the epitome of that hour and a half walk I took, holding on to his word, leaning on everything that he had said. And coming back home with business strategy, relational resolution, you know, resolves and emotional fixes and literally across all fronts. And it could not have been more beautiful. And so I just wanted to encourage you who just watched me. Blubber like a, oh my God, blubber like a, you know, cry baby. <sighs> Don't be worried about the wrong things, friend. Because you can accomplish so much more. Being at the feet of Jesus and taking a walk with him. I know the assignment is large. I know you don't know how you're going to be able to pull it off. But stay close to him. Walk with him. Talk with him. And even if you don't have the words, choose to worship. I'm going to say this and then I'm going to have to go ahead and wrap up. <laughs> but I used to and sometimes I still do try to find all the right words to say to God in moments of prayer. But he said this to me actually very like this morning. He says, I don't want your words. 
I want your worship. As if they were never synonymous. And I thought it was beautiful because this is why we have tongues, because your words can be so limiting. This is why the Holy Spirit makes intercession for us through moanings and groanings. God never asked for our words, though they are important for pro proclaiming and declaring the things of God to be made manifest in the earth. When it comes to worshiping him and seeking him in ways that this world can never comprehend, he says, I don't want your words. I want your worship. And so when the weight gets too heavy and when the burden seems too unbearable, worship. He says that I'm looking for one who will worship me in spirit and in truth. Worship him. Be in his presence. Talk to him. Walk with him. And I promise you, you will receive everything that you need for the day for the moment for the time for everything that he's calling you to do next listen i love y'all and if you want to follow me you can follow me at kirsten.s.lewis and if you want to follow the holy ghost honey because you know you need him you can always follow him at the cross I love you. Make sure you like this video because you love me back. And last but not least, make sure you love yourself as much as you are loving everybody else, okay? Give yourself more grace. Do away with the spirit of perfectionism. Choose to worship, not to worry. And I'll see y'all next time. Peace. We did good, Holy Ghost. We did good. <laughs> Oh, we did good. The makeup ain't run that bad. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus.